welcome James Bailey as he comes and speaks. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, who's, who's thinks it's a miracle that you're here this morning? Well done. Um, who kind of started ha- saying Happy New Year at eight o'clock yesterday evening before the boys went to bed and then you went to sleep about two hours later? Only to be woken up by fireworks and then uh, woken up again at three o'clock in the morning by your youngest. And it's a miracle you're here as well. Well done. Um, Happy New Year to you. It is an amazing, amazing privilege, isn't it, to be together this morning. And um, well done for those of you that are sitting on your sofas comfortably at home this morning as well. Um, Well done for making it. It's great to have you here. There is nothing quite like being a worshipping community together though, is there? When our our song rises together, when we sing together, when we're together as the people of God worshipping. And I'm going to speak today a little bit around that. Now, over this kind of Christmas period, um, I've been thinking a little bit about what do I sound like? Oftentimes we think, oh, what do I want my year to look like? Or we think about, oh, how do I look or how do I come across? But I'm thinking, what do I sound like? Now, those that work with me, especially those that are probably more honest with me that work with me, and certainly my family would say, I'm quite a loud person. Um, You can hear me coming a long way off. I'm probably not the best person to put stage props up on the stage at six foot two and a half and not very light on my feet. I'm not very subtle, Um, but I'm a loud person. And I found myself thinking, what do people hear when I speak? What do people hear from my life? What do I sound like? Um, I I was thinking more about this the other day as well because we're having a conversation um, as a family and just I was beginning to say, I actually am struggling to hear everything. Some of it's selective hearing, admittedly. But a lot of it, I think, is like, there's something wrong with my ears. And someone said, well, do you think maybe you've just got to build up a earwax? Now, I know this is a pretty disgusting topic on the 1st of January. But um, I'm realising that I probably do something with my ears. I just want to be really honest, vulnerable, open at the very beginning of a new year. It's an important place to do that. Um, about 20 minutes later, I was on my phone on Google. And then I had this advert that I needed, that I could basically buy this earwax removal test kit. Has anyone else ever, ever had this? You have a conversation. My sister had this the other day as well. She was having a conversation with us about how like she literally just doesn't sleep. Um, her baby just cries all the time. And in the next morning, she had an advert for a, a living nanny at nighttime. Like it's just, it's ridiculous. People are listening, aren't they? And people are listening. People are listening to us. People are listening to you. People are listening to your attitude. People are listening to your conversations. To be even more vulnerable with you, um, I wanted you to get a little glimpse of what I listened to in 2022. This was my kind of top songs, my, my selection of songs in 2022. Now, admittedly, it makes me look really holy. Um, it's basically all worship. Um, but there is a really good reason for this. It's because every morning I wake up and I go downstairs with the boys and I say, hey, Google, play worship. And that's at about 5 to, or 6 a.m. And it's just on and I passively listen till about 8 o'clock when the boys get out. And basically, I don't listen to music the, the rest of the day. My wife said to me, actually, one of my New Year's resolutions needs to be to actually mix it up a little bit. I, I do like music. Um, I love musicals. I love the boy bands, um, admittedly. Um, I love uh, soft rock. Um, and I actually love house music as well. But they, they didn't make the list. So maybe next year they'll make the list. I don't know. But I, I wonder what sound people hear when it comes to your life. What is it that people hear from you? You, you see, the thing is, I think it really matters how we sound to people. 
in 2023. I want to ask the question, what's your year going to sound like? What's the soundtrack of 2023 going to be for you? This morning, we're going to look at Exodus 15, and we're going to look at a song that the Israelites sang as they crossed, as they got through the Red Sea, as they came to the other side of freedom after 400 years of slavery. And um, what, what I would love us to do today is just, I'm not going to go through the whole chapter, because it's quite a big chapter, and we're not a church that do an hour's worth of teaching, but I'm going to take a few pieces out of that's okay. But I want to encourage you, um, as well as reading the Bible in one year, this week, read Exodus 15, and go away and address again all the things that I'm going to share, but, but go and look a little bit deeper as well. Uh, but we're starting this new series in this new year, on this new day, um, the theme, All Things New. And we're going to be, over this next month or so, we're going to be looking at the book of Exodus when there was a season and a chapter of all things new for the Israelites after those 400 years of slavery. And as we've just sung, they walked through, they, they walked through the sea that was split for them by God. God parted the Red Sea for their freedom. And now they're on the other side after this time of slavery, and no matter what they had gone through or what they were feeling, the reality is they were free. Now, the reality is for each of us on this new day in this new year, we're probably all feeling a bunch of different emotions, right? There's probably an element of relief, maybe joy, maybe there is some awe at the fact that you've actually made it through to 2023. I wonder what kind of situation you've been in in your life where like the, the seas haven't actually literally split for you. Like I've never been in a situation where I would be amazing wouldn't it? The, the seas literally split for me, but I've come through moments in my life and actually moments in 2022 and it's like, wow, I can't believe I got through that. You might be here this morning or watching online right now thinking, gosh, I can't believe I got through this last stage of life. You know, the cost of living. All of these things that have happened this last year, it's been a tough year for many. And as one of the pastors of this church, I get the privilege and the challenge of spending time with people being honest about the reality of their lives. And it has been a challenging year. I don't know how you feel at the beginning of this new year. The Israelites, they were on this new chapter, this new kind of ground. And what do they choose to do? They choose to sing. They choose to sing. They sing in response to a victory. When I was at university, I played rugby. In fact, I played rugby most of my life and, and I really enjoyed rugby. And very rarely would I ever kind of get a, um, you have a good game. Um, it would be rare, but I had one good game at university. It was actually interestingly my debut for the first 15 and I, I got man of the match. And at the end of the game, when we opened a couple of beers in the, in the, uh, in the changing room after the game, this kind of song erupted. It was just a song of victory, a, a response of, that was incredible. And it, this song kind of began, this spontaneous singing began. Now I'm not going to sing it, we're in a church, it's not appropriate. But it was an amazing, amazing moment of kind of just this sense of victory. More, more recently, um, who saw bits of the World Cup, but particularly the final, um, and the response from the Argentinian fans? I think there's a photo here. But this sense of just incredible victory, this, look at that, it's incredible, the number of them that came. Okay, now for context, what's going on here is we're talking two or three 
million Israelites. We're not talking a few people. We're not talking a rugby team. We're not even talking, I don't know how many there's, a, a couple of hundred thousand Argentinian fans in Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina. But we're talking a couple of million Israelites have just crossed the Red Sea. Have you ever thought about that? Like how many, the noise, the song, the sound that would have come out of that place. They choose to sing a song. They are on the other side and they have this new freedom. I wonder where you feel freedom to sing. Before um, I had children, I found freedom to sing in the shower. Uh, now it's, I start a song, halfway through I'll be singing Gummy Bear or Paddington. I've been asked to sing something else. But I, on a serious note, I really hope and pray you feel freedom to sing in this place. I really hope and pray you feel freedom to sing in the church. Do you know we're so privileged to have freedom to sing in the church? Do you know on the 1st of January 2023, in much of the world, people are dying for their faith and they would just long for the privilege to worship, to sing with freedom against persecution. We have freedom to sing. So they have this freedom. And, and they, the, the reason is because, and, and for us as well, praising God is perhaps the most fitting response, isn't it? To experiencing his power and seeing his salvation. And as Christians, praise should always be on our lips. And so the Israelites sing this song. And I'm just going to take a few kind of portions of this chapter, as I said. So we're going to start with Exodus 15, verses 1 to 2. It says this. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver, he is hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defence. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. This 2023 Let's be people that make the sound of gratitude. The sound of gratitude. Praise him for what he has done. I don't know about you, but I want to see spiritual breakthrough in 2023. And if we want to see spiritual breakthrough, I believe the best, most powerful thing we can do is to cultivate an attitude of gratitude this year. Gratitude for what he's done. G.K. Chesterton says, when it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or you take them with gratitude. Back in Exodus chapter 2, it talks about how um, the, the Israelites, they were crying, they were growing, they were sighing. And to name a Mumford and Sons song, they, they're sighing no more. They turn their sighing into singing. And these first verse 12 verses of this song, they recount what God has already done in their lives. They, they recount the, the freedom and the victory that they've received. And there's a determination of the will here. It says, I will choose to sing. It's a decision of the will. Their actual lived experience is the Israelites' kind of salvation history. God was their strength and their defence. And he made a way for them to cross safely. Let me ask, how has God been your strength and your defence in your life? What I know is true for myself at the beginning of every day, but actually more importantly at the beginning of a brand new year and a new chapter and a new season, is to be grateful for what he's done in my life, that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today, that I'm lucky to be alive, that I am privileged to be doing what I'm doing, that if it wasn't for the grace that he showed for me on the cross, I'd be a very different man. We've got to be people that are grateful and to never lose the wonder of his mercy for us. Know his fresh again it is 
refreshed every single morning. He wipes the slate clean. His grace is available again today. And I don't know your story and I don't know your situation, but I know that if you're a follower of Jesus, you have experienced salvation. And if you haven't, can I encourage you? Well done for being at church. If this is the first time you've ever been here, what a great way to start a new year. But why not this year make your New Year's resolution to say yes to Jesus? To say yes to Jesus with your whole heart, with your, all your mind, all your strength and all your soul. It'll be the best resolution you'll ever make. And so we take up the song of salvation. We thank him. We have the attitude of gratitude because of his character, his salvation and what he has done on the cross. From verse 13 onwards to the end of the song, it speaks of the future of what is to come. In other words, these verses are prophetic. And, and it says, verse 13, in your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance. The place, Lord, you made for your dwelling. The sanctuary, Lord, your hands established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. If you like Marvel, I like Marvel. Um, assemble uh, the, the Avengers. Um, my favourite one is uh, Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I think there's kind of a... Yeah, anyway, I, I think I look like him, but I don't. Uh, my, my wife likes to think that sometimes. Uh, another story, someone once thought I was him, but they were a long way off and they obviously had bad eyesight. But um, Infinity War, there's this great film and uh, Doctor Strange, it's like he sees the ultimate victory over Thanos. This is kind of what's happening here. It, 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 Moses is looking to the future for Israel. He's looking to what is to come. He's looking to the future with faith. And I want to ask you a question at the beginning of this new year. Do you have faith for 2023? Do you have an expectation for God to move in your life this year? Into lives of those around you this year? To see people around you come to him? Verse 13, the term used is unfailing love. This, this is specifically used as a reference to God as a covenant keeper. A promise fulfiller, one who is faithful to his people and his promises. They're praising him for something that hasn't happened yet. They're giving him thanks. They're praising him in faith for what is to come, in faith, in hope. When we got back from a year and a bit in LA, my, my wife, Rachel, um, she was diagnosed with um, basically depression. She was very, very unwell. And it was a really, really tough time for us as a couple and, and as a wider family. And I remember we got back and we got back to Rachel's amazing parents and got to their house in Surrey. And we, we were there. And my memory was for those first few kind of weeks, specifically the first few days, um, Rachel, all she could manage to do is she would lie in the shade. And if you know Rachel, she doesn't lie in the shade. She loves the sun. Um, so she was really, really unwell. And she could just, all she could do was lie down and she would have tears rolling down her face. Didn't make sense what was going on. But she'd have worship on. She would praise and she would worship anyway. I don't know what your situation is at the beginning of this new year. It's really tough. The circumstances are horrendous. Worship anyway. Worship in faith anyway. He is good. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And there is a way out. There is breakthrough. And have faith for fresh revelation and for fresh hope this year.
we choose to worship anyway. The God we follow is faithful. He is true to his promises. He is the covenant keeper. He is the God who we can be encouraged by at the beginning of this new year. Know a fresh revelation of his love. He has a plan for 2023. He has a hope for you this 2023. As we've sang, a hope for tomorrow, a strength for today. So make the sound of expectation. Make the sound of faith. Praise him for what he is going to do. Imagine, if you will, this scene. So the Israelites, they're, they're on this new ground and the camera pans out. They've just reached number one in the Israel charts. They've sang this amazing song and uh, they're dancing. Miriam makes up this dance as well. They're free. They know total freedom, free from their slavery, their bondage, their oppression. Literally all of their fears, all of their oppression, all of those soldiers that used to whip and lash them and beat them, they've drowned. All of this stuff has drowned around them. And they are in this new ground awaiting the future. And they're praising and they're excited because it's not just what they've left behind, but it's also what God has in store for them in the future. I wonder whether for some of us, there are some things we need to choose today, this morning, to leave in 2022. I wonder whether there are some things that actually you don't want to carry in to 2023. You might be quite excited about the prospects of a new year. You know, new me, new you, new goals, new shoes, new everything. It's just fun, isn't it? It's new. Um, I personally love the new year. It's an opportunity to readdress, rethink, reimagine my life, the, re, re-look at my priorities, create new goals. This time last year, I gave up social media. Uh, actually, it was probably one of the best things I've ever done. But, but honestly, um, this is an amazing opportunity to rethink things. As James mentioned, the Bible in one year, I think is amazing because it takes a mammoth task and it breaks it into daily chunks. My advice, by the way, is if you miss a day, just go to the next day. You've always got 2024. The Bible's, the Bible's big. Like, I know some people can do it in a month. That's great fun. Um, but, but, but honestly, just, just get a bit of it in you every day. That will make all the difference you need. It's a new opportunity for so many things, new habits to get in shape again. This is when all the gyms bring out the new treadmills. Those of us that go on a regular basis, we know that actually January is the time not to go too much because it's just really full. But come February, it'll be quiet again. That's the reality. It's hard to be consistent, isn't it? With these new ideas. You know, the reality, this isn't to put you off, it's just the reality. Only 9% of the people who are successful in keeping their New Year's resolutions, the majority of the people quit with the New Year goals on the second Friday of the month. 43% of the people are most likely to give up on their New Year's resolutions by the month of February. Whatever happens in and around your New Year's goals and your lack of consistency, can I encourage you to be consistent with the consistent God? To be consistent with the consistent God in your approach to Him, in your desire to get in the Word, in your desire to worship Him, in the way that you spend time with others that are like-minded as well. What He has done and what he's going to do through you. He is a consistent God. I love how this song concludes, verse 18. It says, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. That truth remains, right? That is true for us today at the start of this new year in 2023, as it was true for Israel. Really, the song of Moses echoes all the way through to eternity. We read later in Revelation chapter 15, on the shores of the sea of glass in the very throne room of heaven, And we're caught in between as we join the song. 
It starts, the song starts at the shores of the Red Sea and it finishes in the sea of glass in the throne room. And we're caught up in between and we join in with the song. I want to tell you a bit of truth at the beginning of this new year. God is the God who works miracles. He sets you free. He establishes his presence with you, just like he did with ancient Israel. But there will also be moments which are slightly tougher than others. At the end of every year, just like we did last night with, with my brother-in-law and my sister, we, we look at highlights and lowlights. And actually, it's really important to do that because it's important to recognise there are going to be some moments that were tougher than others. You know, normally, the holidays are fun and great, and, and those are great moments, but even those have the odd tough moment, especially if you have children. Uh, there are moments which are actually incredible highlights where you see your wife after five years from that situation I was just explaining earlier on, suddenly absolutely nailing focus. And uh, incredible to see the impact that happened in a short space of time. It's important to acknowledge these things and to be grateful for them. But why this matters is because for the Israelites, after this incredible victory, they still had wilderness to walk through. And we're going to pick it up in Exodus verse 22, 27, same chapter. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they travelled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. That is why the place is now called Marah. So the people grumbled against Moses saying, what are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water and the water became fit to drink. So it's only three days after this spectacular miracle at the Red Sea. And now they're walking in the desert. I wonder, are they still singing? Are they still in a place of praise or are they now complaining? I wonder sometimes, were they a worshipping community that complained or were they a complaining community that worshipped? What about us? What about me? What about you in 2023? Are we going to be a worshipping community that complain or are we going to be a complaining community that worship? You figure that one out. Uh, But they come to this water and it's just so cruel because this water, this spring of water, it's like, oh, three days. I've never gone three days without drinking, let alone in a desert. I mean, this is horrendous. Two million people. This is a this is tough. And they were like, Moses, what's going on? Like three, you're leading us. We're following you. We're following God. Three days later, it's amazing, isn't it? How quickly things can change. Three days. And they come to this water and they're thinking, wow, amazing water. And it's undrinkable. So this is cruel joke. And what happens? The water's bitter. Hence the name Mara, which means bitter. Do you know, I just want to say, sometimes God leads us somewhere where it's uncomfortable, where it's not easy. This might happen this year. Maybe right now you're actually in that kind of place. Maybe right now your Mara is in a local cemetery. Maybe right now your Mara is a disease that you're in the middle of or someone else around you is in. Maybe your Mara is a breakdown in relationship over this Christmas period and you're dealing with it right now. Jesus tells us in this world we will have trouble, but he also tells us he has overcome the world. This year, trust him in the good and the bad. Trust his consistency, no matter whether it's the high moments or the low moments. Moses cries out to the Lord and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water and the water became fit to drink. I love this. Moses 
cries out to the Lord, make the sound of dependence this year. Don't depend on Google. Don't depend on the palm reader. In love, don't even depend on your friend. Depend on God alone. Cry out to him. You know, I wonder whether actually sometimes we think with Moses, when I read this story, I'm like, well, Moses has just seen the Red Sea part. He, he's had this rod in his hand and he's seen the Red Sea part. And he might be thinking, surely I'll just do that with this water. Um, but, but no, God shows him a piece of wood. It's just random, just this piece of wood by the water. And he chucks it in and the bitter water becomes sweet. I think I have a word for me this year and if it resonates please feel free to take it I felt God say to me over this Christmas James St Peter's church don't become reliant on what's worked before don't become reliant on what's happened before you see the Holy Spirit is making all things new all the time in all places He's always making new, all things new. So in our lives, we can't become too dependent on what has worked before. Don't come into this new year assuming the things that worked last year will work again this year and using the same things and the same methods and we'll get the same results. This year, look for his promptings and his signs, even if it is as random as a piece of wood by the water. Have your eyes open. Have your ears open be obedient, even though it might look foolish. This is the God of fresh revelation, even in the seasons of Mara, when things are tough, when things are bitter. It was at Mara, the tough place, where the fresh revelation came. Honestly, in my life, I don't see masses of fresh revelation of God when things are good. But when things are tough, for some reason, that's where I see him and I get to experience him on a different level. Later in the Bible, another piece of wood turns what's bitter into something sweet, the cross. It's through the finished work of Jesus on the cross, on that wooden cross, where he makes what was bitter into something sweet. And at the beginning of this new year, if you're really honest, what in your life is bitter? What in your life needs to touch the cross of Christ again and to be turned into something sweet? Because I believe at the beginning of this new year, he wants to bring forgiveness. He wants you to be freed from your own unforgiveness, your own bitterness, to be freed from the fear, the addictions and the habits that rule your life. Ask God to help change that this morning. Let the cross touch those things this morning. And if you find yourself in a place of Mara, if you're in that place right now, our response is Moses's. We cry out to the Lord. We look to the tree of the cross and we receive a fresh revelation and restoration of him. What's your song gonna be this year? What's your sound gonna be this year? Let's choose to be a people who worship in spirit and truth, making a sound of gratitude making a sound of expectation, of faith for things that we long for and things we have not seen and a sound of dependence on Jesus alone whilst being obedient to his promptings in 2023. Amen. Amen. Let's stand. I'd love us to pray.
if we're able, let's stand. And um, I'm actually going to invite the band up as well, if that's okay. Let's just take a moment. Come, Holy Spirit. And if, um, if you're open to this, why don't you put your hands out in front of you as a sign of, we've all got probably a bit used to this over Christmas, receiving gifts, but let's receive the greatest gift right now, the beginning of this new year. We, we say, Holy Spirit, come. Meet us afresh this morning in our pain, in our anguish, If we're in a season of Mara right now, Lord, I just pray you would bring your fresh revelation. Come, Holy Spirit. in your own hearts this morning I think this is quite personal but in your own hearts just maybe ask the Lord at the beginning of this new year on this new ground in literally this new season what do I need to leave behind in 2022 What do I need to let drown, so to speak, in 2022? The fears, the disappointment, the broken relationships, the illnesses, And once you've done that, just again in your heart, just, just thank God in advance for what he's going to do. We thank before we see, because that's faith. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for all you're going to do in the life of this church in 2023. Thank you for all the people that are going to come to faith this year. Thank you for all the relationships that are going to be restored. Thank you, Jesus, that you are making all things new and you are wanting to literally bring things to the surface this morning to be readdressed, to be reframed and to be reimagined so your kingdom would be advanced in this city. Come Holy Spirit. I want to give an opportunity at the beginning of this new year. Maybe this is for some of you joining in online as well. But just to say yes to Jesus with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. This is actually your New Year's resolution. So we say the prayer, if this is what you want to do right now and maybe it's the first time or maybe you want to recommit this morning and re-surrender. 
Repeat this prayer in your own hearts after me. Lord, I'm sorry for where I've messed up. I'm sorry for where I haven't turned to you. I'm sorry for the things that I've done that have taken me away from you and your presence. Thank you for coming into my life. Thank you for the cross. Thank you that you died for me so that I might know total forgiveness and freedom at the beginning of this new year. Please come into my life. Please let me be someone that is grateful for your grace. Please let me be someone that lives with faith for things yet seen. And please let me be someone that depends on you in the good and the bad and everything in between. To be consistent with the consistent God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.